Hello and welcome back to your weekly civics. First, I will update you on COVID-19, and then I will talk about Thomas Sowell. COVID-19, week after week after week, is still ravaging the country, and like I've said, has zero, absolutely zero plans to stop. Even though President Biden has passed a COVID relief bill, it is not doing much and isn't helping because people still won't listen and just wear a mask. The Super Bowl last night. On a COVID standpoint, in a COVID world, was awful. Too many people. Just It was just too many. But it was amazing in the sports world because Tom Brady got his seventh win. Tom Brady got a seventh. That's more than any other franchise. One player has more than any franchise. He got the Bucks his second, the first since 2002, or three, I forget. And they st- and their defense stopped the best offense in the NFL. They kept the best offense in the NFL from scoring a freaking touchdown. Three, three field goals is all they got. Their defense absolutely destroyed Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, and Travis Kelsey. Absolutely destroyed. And the Bucs just were, were crazy. Their defense was... The free agents did everything for them. Brady, Gronk, Fournette, and Antonio Brown are the only people that scored. Brady has his first touchdown pass in a first quarter of a Super Bowl. It's kind of shocking, but still, a little fun fact. And Brady and Grant just add to their record. Antonio Brown wins a Super Bowl. It's amazing. Florida is dominating the sports world. The Miami Heat in the NBA. The Tampa Bay Rays in the MLB. The Tampa Bay Lightning in the, N- in the NHL or hockey. I forget what the team's name is in soccer, but in soccer, and now football with the Buccaneers. But they only won because of Brady, let's be honest. Also, Bruce Arians, 86 years old, second oldest head coach to win, apparently is a better coach than Andy Reid and Brett Bieniemy. So, it's pretty crazy. If you haven't seen it, watch the highlights. You won't regret it. Anyway, back to COVID. Cases are still skyrocketing, and the U.S. is still the centerpiece for that spread. In the whole world, it's the U.S., Asia, and then just other countries, honestly. It's just those. We are closing in on 500,000 deaths and 25 million cases in the U.S. alone. Just in the U.S. That's insane. That's not okay. This new faster spreading strain of COVID that has made its way to the U.S. has already proven harder to control and get rid of. It is not deadlier, but is more contagious and spreads a lot faster and is a lot more easy to spread. Unemployment is still going on. It's still pretty It's not terrible, but it's not great. We have... Unemployment is bad in Florida, though, so that's good. But like millions of people are saying, it is not enough to actually live off of. It needs to be increased if it is actually going to make a difference and help. If it's ap- 
sorry, if it's actually going to make a difference and help people and the economy. I currently have COVID and I'm doing okay. I feel better. It started off bad, but I'm I'm fine now. Over the past three days, I have participated. This what? Let me say this. Over the past three days, which would be last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I participated in a scientific experiment of sorts in the form of being a participant in a research trial for an early treatment COVID drug. I had to do a long blood draw and then had an antiviral medicine or placebo, I don't know which one, that's how that works, injected into my bloodstream. I have minimal side effects from it, and it's been exciting to be a part of a science, of science and testing, a treatment that could potentially help millions of people. Who knows, maybe my blood could save 15 million people's lives. But COVID is not fun, and I, and I have had a lot of side effects of it so far. The only thing I have not had is a, is a very high fever. You do have to test positive for COVID to participate in the test I'm in, though. And if you have COVID and you want to do it, you have a needle stuck into your arm. You have, like, an IV in your arm. If you don't like needles, don't do this. You, you don't want to. But it's in DeLand, Florida. I don't know the exact spot, but I know it's somewhere in DeLand, Florida. Now, on to the main part, the main subject. Mr. Thomas Swell. Born in Gastonia, North Carolina, his father died shortly before he was born, leaving behind Sowell's mother, who was a housemaid, who already had four children and was barely getting by. Sowell was adopted by his great-aunt and her two daughters, who raised him in Harlem, where he grew up. He dropped out of Stuyvesant High School in 1951, Sorry, he dropped out of Stuyvesant High School, and in 1951, he was drafted into the into the Korean War and was assigned to the U.S. Marine Corps, where he became a war photographer. A war photographer is when you see all the pictures of war and, like, the, the people pu- pushing the flag back up or, like, in the ditches. This was the type of person. This is, this is who did all that. After his discharge, he got a job and met two professors who helped him get into Harvard. Even then, it was really, really rare for black people to get into a big school like Harvard. So, that was a big achievement for him. Where he graduated magna cum laude, magna cum laude, laude, I don't know how to say that, with his bachelor's degree in 1958. And then he received his master's from Columbia University in 1959. And he, sorry, and he graduated and he received his master's from Columbia University in 1959. And his doctors in economics from the University of Chicago in 1968. From 1965 to 1969, he was an assistant professor of economics at Cornell University. Sowell has had two wives. His first son was, was Alma Jean and then Mary Ash, who he has two kids with named John and Lorraine. He has had a successful life and is now and is 90 years old and, turn, and turns 91 this year on June 30th. What he did after, after Cornell University to now is he's been a black activist. 
he's pushed for things, he's been very successful, he's helped people, he's donated money, he's done all, he's done great things for the black community, and just the community in general, he's a, he's a great man, I've, I've personally never heard of him before, but he's what people, he's what people want to be, he, he has a great education, and has lived a great life, and is very successful. That's what I imagine what people want to get to. That's what a lot of people aim to be. I could see people looking up to him, honestly. But he he was like Mo, he was like Martin Luther King in a sort of Malcolm X, but just not as big. Nobody he wasn't as big and pronounced as Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, who sadly both died. I think we all know that. But he was like like hundreds of others, thousands of others, pushing for the same goal. Racial equality, same pay, get rid of racism, segregation, all that. It's all that's everything that he wanted. And he honestly did a good job at doing that. He he did a very good job at doing that actually. So yeah, that's him. And I just want to talk about a little bit more with with my symptoms for COVID. I can't personally tell you what it's like to have a 103 degree fever for two weeks straight. My fever never got above 100, 101. It got into the hundreds, but it was never above 101. I got the low end of it. I never got the bad end, the really, really bad end. I got in the middle, but... So I can't tell you what it's like to have a, that 103, 104 degree fever, having to go to the hospital, low blood pressure, all that. But still, it's not fun because you can't see your family. It keeps you away from playing basketball. Like, I play for two basketball teams, and I can't play. Well, I will be, hopefully, next week. But still, I missed our first two games, so it's sad and it's annoying. But thank you all for listening, and goodbye.